Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 3 2, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Wednesday, July 27th, 5.30. Thank you guys for joining us this half hour just for us up early. I want to say good morning to everyone who's already checking in. On Twitter at Mercedes in the AM, we have Don checking in. So is Mike. Martin is listening this morning. Kevin, uh, Justin is listening. So is Michelle also checking in on our studio and text line, which you can reach us there anytime at number 702-364-9400. Buckeye Bob, Melissa and Francis, the Texas Moore family. Lance is listening this morning. So is Cujo, Marcus, Maria, Rudy, Zach, Jan, Scott J, Rick, Diana, Sarah, all listening. Thank you for that. Good morning. How was it driving in not being stuck in a roadblock? That was nice. It was smooth sailing for me. I mean, there was there were not very many cars on the on the road actually this morning. Usually I see a lot more and I'm thinking where is it? Where is everybody? And I was like, "Am I am I, am I early this morning?" Or, no, I'm I'm at the same time. It was kind of crazy. The uh, it was the the the, 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 the craziness out there yesterday. Two fifteen was shut down, and it was shut down to about nine o'clock. They finally got everything resolved. There was a man that was uh, attempting suicide. They got him. He's in custody, and hopefully, the thing will turn turn around for that guy. But uh, I was saw on the news this morning. Traffic was so bad on the two fifteen. People were stuck there for so long that they were exiting on the on ramp at one point. People were like, well, "I don't care anymore. I'm getting off this two fifteen. I, I gotta go somewhere." <laughs> I gotta be there. I'm getting off on the on ramp, and it was kind of chaotic out there yesterday morning. It was. It was a mess uh, yesterday morning. If you got stuck in that, gosh, I talked to a couple people who got stuck in it too, and they were way worse off than I was because I, I actually got there right as the shutdown started, so I got rerouted. But once I was kind of on on the off ramp, I I made my way kind of easily, but some people were just stuck there for a long time. I got stuck on the 15 once coming back from California, and it was a really really bad accident. And traffic was slowing down, but it was still it was still moving. And then all the the police and ambulances started to come up, and the uh, motorcycle cops were kind of weaving between traffic. And I'm watching him weave between traffic, and then I stop like three. He stops like three cars in front of me and just stops in the middle of the road. I'm like, oh, he's shutting us down. Oh man! And we were literally the third car. He stopped everyone. Like I was the third car that was stopped. And we're there for about almost two hours. It's like, can you just let me squeeze by really quick? <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to go this way. And that's weird, too, because then when they open up the 15, 
I was the third car, and I just go, and it's, there was no one in front of you. It was like it was so weird driving on the 15, coming back from California, zero traffic in front of you because the highway was shut down for two hours. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a mess when they shut it down. That's serious business. business you know yeah. something is going on, but yeah, that was kind of a weird way to start the day. After that, though, the rest of the day was pretty good. Um, aside from this humidity, I will say, and I hate talking about the weather. I actually mentioned let's bring this up today on the show, but. Man, is it is it just so humid? I cannot even deal. And I'm not trying to complain, but I guess I am. I just notice that I don't know if you're the same way. My clothes feel tighter when it's humid out. <laughs> I feel like I like absorb five pounds of water weight when it's humid out. So I'm putting on my jeans this morning. I'm like, ooh, these are a bit snug. What's going on? But they were fine, you know, last week. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not eating anymore. I'm still exercising. What's going on here? And I'm like, maybe it's the humidity. This usually happens to me when it gets humid out. You just feel it. You feel it in the air. You feel it in your hair. You feel it all over the place. There's a door in my house that when it's a tad bit humid that we get here in Las Vegas, it's the bathroom door upstairs. The wood starts to stick and it's hard to pull open. Well, this morning when I shut it, I went to pull it open, like, it, and it was really, really stuck. So that's I can gauge the humidity level. It's really, really humid. That door is super stuck, and I've never had it stuck that hard before. I'm yanking on the door handle until it finally just pops open. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty brutal, but I, I guess. If we have to endure this for a few we a few days out of the year, it's nothing compared to some parts of the country who definitely deal with this every single day. Growing up in the East Coast, hazy, hot, and humid, where it's ninety degrees, hundred percent humidity, you just step outside and you're, it's just you, it's like walking into soup. It's so thick. Yeah, that's uh, that's the perfect way to describe it. How was your day yesterday? It was good. It was a nice day. Um, Laura is uh, going to Puerto Rico. She's got a big travel conference down there. She's never been to Puerto Rico before, and so she she took the red eye last night. Her flight was at 10 o'clock last night, and so we're just kind of hanging out at the house, getting her ready for that flight, and she left probably about 8.45, 9 o'clock to head down for her flight. And I just checked in with her. She's jumping on the plane now from – she's at JFK going to Puerto Rico. So last night, last night was just kind of low-key. I got a lot of stuff done during the day. I got my oil changed. I got to the gym, took care of a couple of things, just caught up on errands and everything, which was nice. But last night, just kind of chilling at the house as – She's heading to Puerto Rico. Yeah, and so are you solo for a long time? Until uh, Saturday. She comes back on Saturday morning. So solo for a couple nights at the house. Oh, man. But, I, but you guys are like you guys are used to that. You're you're cool with it. I, you know, she, she travels for a job. She travels all the time. That's her job. Requires her to travel. And I, I miss her. I do. I, before, I'm like, yeah, I enjoy my solo time. But that narrative has kind of changed during the pandemic when I got used to having her around for a year and a half. Now that she's traveling, it's like, ah, I miss you. She'll yeah. be back on Saturday. Yeah, days, please though. come back. Please come back yeah. soon. How was your night? It was good. It was uh it was a little busier than expected. I uh I had a couple things to do after the show yesterday. I had the TV show then in the afternoon. Got home and then I maybe we could talk about it later. I found out I had to go somewhere, take my daughter somewhere, and it was like a last minute thing and I was like Oh, gosh, I have a lot of work to do. Obviously, she is my priority. So I was like, OK, uh, we're let's go. And so I, I made an unexpected uh, visit somewhere last night uh, for her. And it was it was a good thing. Definitely. So um, I got home and I ended up doing my work kind of late last night. So I, I got to bed kind of late right before we went to bed, though. I just needed something to just, you know, calm me down. I like to watch something before I go to bed. So we decided to watch it an episode of severance 
And that's probably like the worst show I could have watched before I went to bed because then I, I'm thinking and I'm like, this is just supposed to be mind numbing something. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And my panic attacks are starting. I'm like, oh, this show. But it is such a good show. I know we'll get into it later on. So you kind of save the details. But was having to head out one of those situations where you're kind of settled in for the night. You're like, OK, we're settled in for the night. Dinner's done. I'm going to do my work. All is well. And you like, realize, like, oh, I now got to go do something. I knew when I got home from from the TV show. And so I was like, OK, well, let's have dinner. Um, and then I'll I'll start a little bit of my work. We'll go, and then we'll come back, and I'll finish it. And so that was the thing. By the time we got back, and I finished my work, I'm like, what time is it? Oh my <laughs> gosh! Go yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, all is good. It's a good thing. And yeah, we'll talk about that and so much more coming up. Let's start the show. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Mrs. Robinson by the Lemonheads? Here I do cherish you by 98 degrees. Or do you want to hear Hanging by a Moment by Lifehouse? Choices. All you have to do is get your vote in now by tweeting us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page, or you can just text or call us at 702-364-9400. We are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1,665. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Good morning. Welcome to Wednesday. It is July 27th, 601, actually. Thank you so much for joining us on this uh, muggy and soupy Wednesday. A little uh, humid out there. I was... uh, I, I was looking at my little my computer screen on the right hand bottom right hand corner. It says like the weather, 84 degrees. And then it said rain coming. But then I clicked on it and it went away. And now it just says partly cloudy. So I'm not sure. I didn't look at the weather forecast. Are we supposed to get rain today or is I, that from yesterday? No, I think there's a chance this afternoon after like three or four o'clock, a, a small chance of rain coming this afternoon. Mm, yeah. But yeah, it's a it's one of those uh, muggy Florida type days. So welcome to uh, Wednesday for you. How are you doing this morning? I am good. Um, first off, how is the AC over there? Do you it, feel comfortable? Because I know some changes were made here in the studio. It, it feels better than it has in the past. I mean, it's, uh, you know, there's always room for improvement, but I will take it. I will take it. Um, we've had some issues with uh, our our air conditioning in here, and it was locked on the thermostat at 72. JC changed it to 68, and as soon as you left yesterday, our engineer was in here, and he was he was not happy <laughs> that you changed it. Well, we got away with it. We noticed about a week ago when we came back from vacation, it was hot in here. And so we definitely did the first change to 68. And then when we came in yesterday morning, someone had rechanged it and set it back to the old configuration where it was hot in here again. So I just went to YouTube because it's locked, but there's a way to get around it. So I did the unlock and everything and dropped it down to 68. And all was good. It was nice and comfortable in both studios. But yeah, we didn't get permission ahead of time. How are you doing in there? Oh, good. It's, it's funny because they set it back. Because remember when we first came in, it was 
hot and we realized they made changes to it, I noticed they, they just set it back to how it was before we went on vacation, which, oh. which works for me. It's, it's, the thing was, when, I'm, when we were on vacation, someone had changed it and just kind of kept it at 72. That's where it felt warm. So they changed it the way it was before, which is great. So I'm, I'm happy with that. That he, works. He was explaining to me the, the reason why it was set the way it was. And it, it made complete sense. I mean, he was saying that um, if it goes, if it runs too much, by the time the afternoon comes and the sun is coming into the studio and stuff, it like basically just runs consistent and the bills are insane. And so I totally got that. I was just like, do you have a suggestion though? Because we are really mm-hmm. just, it's, it's tough. And he's like, you know, I'll reroute the vents for you guys. And I was like, oh, I don't want you to do that. Like that's, he's that, up above that's crazy. I, I, I didn't know what he meant by that. Really? He's like, it's not tar- hard. He's like, I'll do it. It's no problem. He said, but I'll just let you know that the reason why we shut off the vents before is because one of your former coworkers complained and like literally went to HR about it. And I was like, wait, what? And so he's explaining to me that one of our former coworkers was always freezing. So literally raised the biggest issue about it. Oh. So he just completely cut off the 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 air basically to my studio and to Steph's studio. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. He's like, yeah, so that's why. I'm like you're kidding me he goes so i'll just reroute it and you should have some air in there and uh you know simple fix and very much appreciated but i did not know that about the issues before i remember us having a staff meeting and uh female yes yes saying something about how cold it is in one of the studios and uh, we, we kind of did, I remember our boss like yeah everyone's gonna brush it off and then her like oh this is just it's not even you can't work in those conditions so she must have ran with that thing. yeah wow. yeah I had no I see I don't even remember said staff meeting about that I had no idea it was, you know, it was interesting in general staff meetings she was talking about like the studios or something and she brought up how cold it was and you can't work in here in these conditions God bless you that it's so it's so freezing bless you but Steph now your studio is freezing yeah now mine well before the rerouting from yesterday it was extremely hot like it was old always hot and I would tell engineering like hey is there anything we can do about this and they kind of just brushed it off and I'm just like oh it's alright you know I'll just prop open the door and now I think my solution is going to be because of the rerouting now that I think it's like a cycle like it'll blow out really freezing air and then it'll stop and then it's really really humid so it's a I feel like I'm living in two climates today (laughs) and so what I'll do is I'll bring a light jacket I'll leave it in the office because I'm not going to walk out from the office here and it's 102 degrees. So mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to leave a jacket here to solve our problem. I'd rather have it where I need to put on layers than where I am sweating. Yeah. So, like, I'll take this. I'm not having that problem. It's just fine. I mean, it's humid in here. I'm looking at my water bottles and they were like, they're all sweating and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'll take I'll take the, the cooler temperatures and put a layer on than just be sweating. Yeah, it's easier to get like warm, a glazed yeah. donut. You know? <laughs> yeah, same. All right, so we'll get the AC. Wait, well, you got the AC figured out, so all is well here. Now, coming up on the show, we have Two Truths and a Lie. We do it every Wednesday morning. That happens at 6.30. And don't forget, 9 o'clock, we're sending you to Harry's house. This is your chance to win a trip for two to see Harry Styles live on tour. This is huge. 9 a.m. for that one. And up next is What's Trending? What do you have for us? The Aces dominate. The VMA nominations are out. And how you can cruise Game of Thrones style. That's all coming up next. And what's trending? 
probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mitch 94.1. Okay, the Las Vegas Aces and All In is trending this morning. The ladies won the second annual WNBA Commissioner's Cup championship game last night. They beat the Chicago Sky 93-83. to Now, the game, uh, many are saying, is a potential preview of the WNBA Finals as they're the only two teams to clinch a playoff spot so far. Kelsey Plum led all scorers with 24 points, while Asia Wilson hit a double-double with 17 points, 17 rebounds. Chelsea Gray, though, she was named the game's MVP with 19 points, five assists, and four rebounds. Each uh, player on the Aces was awarded $30,000 with the MVP taking home an extra $5,000 while those on the runner-up Sky, they earned $10,000 each. That's awesome. There's also a charity aspect too here in town that will get money from that game as well. Did you see Kelsey Plum over the weekend, or maybe it was from last week, but the video came out this weekend, when she got the signed jersey from Tom Brady? Yeah, I saw that last week. That was really cool. So he had come to a game mm-hmm. and they, they met and stuff. And then he sent her a jersey. And uh, yeah, how cool was that? She was so excited. Oh, my so God. Cute. She was geeking out the whole thing. Yeah. Also trending this morning is VMAs. So yesterday, nominations were announced for the 2022 MTV Video Music Awards. And topping this year's nominees with seven nominations. Each are Kendrick Lamar. Be Jack Harlow. Throw up the sex in And Lil Nas X. Now, Jack Harlow and Lil Nas X, they collaborated on Industry Baby, which actually earned nominations in six categories, including Video of the Year. Harry Styles and Doja Cat got six nominations each. Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, Drake, Dua Lipa, Ed Sheeran, and The Weeknd got five nominations each. And BTS, they were the most nominated group of this year's awards, scoring four nominations. The 2022 Video Music Awards are going to be in New Jersey this year on August 28th. I like it. There's always a buzz about around the VMAs. Always a level of excitement. Like, uh, anticipation what's the surprise going to be what's the big thing what's the big moment going to be from that show but it always uh it, it always makes me laugh cuz i just i haven't watched mtv in years and every time i do go there there's no music videos they want so do you know what, if i said mercedes turn on mtv right now do you know the channel no i'd have to go to guide and scroll down yes. <laughs> i'm not sure if i have it. i have youtube tv i'm pretty sure i have mtv I'm not sure of MTV or not. I definitely have it. But from time to time when I literally can't find anything and I just keep scrolling on the guide trying to find something, I find myself. And they're they're way down on my guide. So I know I've gone really far. If I reach MTV, I'm like, oh, man, there is nothing on TV right now. I remember in the 90s. Wasn't it Channel 36 on Cox Cable in the 90s? I think it was 36. It was sure. MTV and 37 was VH1 in the 90s. That Yeah, I have no clue. I That's like phone numbers. I always have to ask my kid. I'm like, what's your phone number again? if I need it for something because I just have it memorized in my phone and I go directly to it but I actually don't know the number I should probably learn that um finally this morning Game of Thrones is trending 
A Game of Thrones themed cruise will set sail this summer. The cruise is in honor of the first prequel series to debut since the show ended just a few years ago. Cruise liner Sail Croatia is going to take fans on a seven-day voyage along the Dalmatian coast of Croatia, where many of the show's iconic scenes are filmed, like Westeros and King's Landing. The cruise is going to take place August 20th through the 27th. Details can be found on the Sail Croatia's website, but it's all in celebration of House of Dragons. That is coming to uh, HBO here on August 21st. And that is what's trending. The game is two truths and a lie. So you've heard of it. You've heard of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. All right. Who's lying this morning? You can check us out on our live stream on Facebook and on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel and you can get all sorts of fun stuff that we have on there. Two truths and one lie is on. We have all predetermined what we are doing. Does everybody have their uh, paper? Yes. Know yes. Double check. Let's double check. Please. Yes. Yes. Double check too. Is okay. your, my, my paper's like moist from this humidity. Yeah, just my skin is moist. <laughs> Everything. Sorry, moist. it wasn't the moisture. <laughs> the humidity. No, I'm kidding. All right. So does anybody want to go first? Uh, oh, go no. ahead. No. Rock, paper, scissors. Uh, let's rock, go. Paper, Ready? Scissors. Is it rock, paper, scissors? On the scissors we go? Yeah. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, boom. JC, ready? Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, boom. Oh, you won. Okay. So So JC goes first. Okay. All 30 seconds on the clock here to uh, tell you my tale. And let me start the clock right now. We've talked about scars before. I don't think I ever told this story. I have a scar on my upper thigh. And what I've even called a scar, but um, it's it's a blemish there. Because when I was a kid, I had a bad case of poison oak. I must have rolled around in a bush or something because it was really, really bad. I was probably 10 or 11 years old. I was head to toe, like blistering wounds from this poison oak. And it obviously healed and went away. But my upper thigh, it's still, it's this dark brown callus mark on my upper thigh that I still have when I had a severe case of poison oak as a young child. Oh, man. Mm. I mean, we never heard of such a, s- such a scar. Such a scar that I have. It's still there. It's kind of crazy to think about it. I've had poison ivy many times, but only poison oak once. Poison oak, for me... Poison ivy, you can deal with it, but poison oak was bad. It was awful that summer. How do you get a scar from poison oak? It's it's more of like, um, it's, it's, it's think of like callous, rough skin, and it's just, it's a dark brown color. I think the way my skin healed, it's a, it's a darker shade of brown than the rest of my legs, so you can see it, and it's it's a patch of like that big. It's right, I'm not going to take my it's pants this off. What? that big? Can yeah. you reference it for those people that are just listening? I don't know. It's like, uh, I can't see it on the camera, but it's like, yay big. I don't know. Like. Like a like a like tennis ball, orange? like a softball size. I'd say it's like that big. What? I've my, seen you wearing shorts before. I've never seen such a scar. It, it blends in well with a tan. If I, if I have summertime, it's summertime is harder to see. Wintertime, when my legs are, are pale, you, it, it pops out. Does it itch at all still? No, it just it just healed that way. I think with the blistering wounds, mm. the skin just healed over really hard, and for some reason, a darker skin tone than the rest of my body. Mm. I don't know, Mercedes. I've had some skin issues, and I've never heard of anything like this. It's open. It's not monkeypox, right? <laughs> <laughs> knock on elbows. Knock on wood. I don't have monkey. It was poison oak in the late okay. 80s. We've okay. actually, we've talked about scars so many times. You've never told us this. So I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if I believe this. It's, it was one of those things too. It's not like a, like a scar scar. It's just uh, the way my skin heals. I don't think about it too often, but mm. it's still there. I look down. I still see it from that vicious case of not poison ivy. Poison oak. Okay, well, do you believe JC? Let us know. You can uh, you can comment on uh, Facebook. You can text us seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Is he the liar? Uh, Steph, you want to go next? Yeah, I'll okay. go next. Count me down. And now, 
We just wrapped up the San Diego Comic Con this past weekend, and it reminded me of the one and only time I've been to Comic Con. And it was in middle school. I was able to go for free with one of my best friend's family, and I was bored. I did not like it. I was just walking around San Diego Convention Center, just tagging along. And I was like, why am I even here? <laughs> I felt so ungrateful after that, um, after looking back on that moment. You were bored at Comic-Con? I was bored at Comic-Con. The one and only time I've ever been. Middle school, you say? Middle school, yeah. Okay, what was the big thing? There's always a big thing from Comic-Con. What was the like breakout thing from Comic-Con the year you were bored? <laughs> I don't even remember. I have no clue. You know, I, I always love to like point out the liars, but I kind of believe this one. I just see you being kind of bored at Comic-Con, especially if you're younger. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty bored. Were I, people dressed in costumes? Did you, you know what you're walking into? Because Comic-Con is pretty intense. With yeah. People dress up and the cosplay. It's pre- really cool. I remember a lot of people dressing up. I was very confused at who was who. I was like, who are they even dressing up as? I don't know what they're from. And uh, I knew that Comic-Con... Comic-Con was big, of course. Like, San Diego's well known for that. I was born and raised there. But the fact that I was like, yay, I finally get to go, and I get there, I'm like, this is it? This is the (laughs) Comic-Con? And now I look back, I'm like, wow, to to relive that, I would have loved, I would have loved to go. Okay, is Steph lying, or is she one of the truth-tellers today? You be the judge. All right. I guess I'm up next. Uh, Do you get the timer set? Yeah, you start now. I've been sitting on this. I can't wait to tell you. So when uh, we were in Paris over vacation, we went to the Eiffel Tower, as all tourists do. And we only went up to the second level of it. You have the option of going way up top. And I just knew with my fear of heights, that would be a bad idea going up to the very top. So we went up to the second level. I thought all was good. I looked down. My knees locked. And I didn't pass out, but I started to get lightheaded and I had to sit down and get like, I almost passed out at the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) I've seen you on top of the stratosphere. It was the same reaction. They locked up and I started to like lean backwards and Sophie goes, dad. And my husband was right there and he's like, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. And I was just like, <sighs> and I started hyperventilating. They had to get me a sandwich because was... <laughs> that's a cure all. And they had a sandwich up there. So they were like, eat something. It was, it was, I really put a damper on our visit to the Eiffel Tower. How high? Where was this? The top of it? Or? No, we, I, I, I knew better than to go to the very top. So there's, you can go to the second level, and that's where we ended up going. So there's, there's, there's like three levels. There's the first level, and then you can actually take this. There's a second level. You can take the stairs down to the first level, and then there's the very top. So I didn't even go there. And on that second level, I looked down, and I was like, uh, and I could just I felt my body go uh, like jelly. It was, it was how scary. many people were you with? Like how can he, how many people can fit in that little area? Oh, it's it's a huge area. Oh, it's, it's huge? all around. Like it goes all the way around. There were there were hundreds of people up there. Okay, there was a ton of people up there. Huh. Give us a comparison as to how high, high how high it was. Oh like my gosh! In my mind, I felt like we were in the stratosphere. That um, really. Um, Five stories, ten stories. Oh God, no! Way more oh, than is that. It? Way more than that. It's it's high. I I, I see. I, this is to me. It's all believable. Everything you're saying. But the thing that the, the the red flag is to me 
is that the fact that you went up there. Like, I don't see, I don't see you agreeing to do uh, that. If it's that high, like, if you went up there, I could see all this stuff happening. But I think you're lying because there's no way you would agree to go up that high. I also didn't see any pictures from the Eiffel Tower in it. I only saw you guys with it. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Well, I, I will say I'm not going to Paris and not going up the Eiffel Tower. I'm not going all the way to Paris and not going there. So, okay. so who is lying and who is telling the truth? Let us know what you think. Uh, Frank says, this week is hard. All good stories on that one. It looks like Sean says, I think it's Steffi. (laughs) Uh, Frank, back again, he says, Steph has to be lying. Even if you're bored, there's a lot of funny things to laugh at at Comic-Con. Jeremiah says, Mercedes is lying. Tyler says, it's hard. I'll go with Mercedes is lying. All right, guys. Let's do the big reveal. All right. Truth teller number one. Poison Oak. Oh, no. Star on my upper left thigh. Wow. Prove it. Prove it. <laughs> so you have shorts, shorts to pull up or I have to pull my pants down. I don't oh, think no. I can do no, that. No, no, no. Maybe I'll another day. I'll take a picture. Because I can, I can zoom in so you can see it. But yeah, really bad Poison Oak as a kid and left this dark brown callus spot on my leg. Wow, I've never seen that. I'm going to ask next time you uh, wear shorts to show <laughs> Raise it Raise them us. up, let's see it. <laughs> okay, truth teller number two. Tis I, the Comic-Con boredom. Oh, man, my friend Desiree Abad, she was my middle school best friend. They were all about Comic-Con. And I'm like, come with us. Like, yay, get there. I'm like, this is it. This is boring. <laughs> okay. To cool. relive it all over again. To relive it all over again, yes. That means I was lying now. Um, I just want to point a couple things out really quick. Sean says it's 2,000 feet. Here's my video proof. I did go up, but I did not pass out. Oh, good. good. I did good. go up. I did not pass out. I was A-OK. I couldn't believe it. I was really proud of myself. Well, that's such a cool thing to experience, yeah. so that's awesome. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, I was also drunk. No, just kidding. <laughs> I was not. Did you, did you still have a sandwich? That sounds really good. I did have a sandwich up there because I was actually very hungry. I that's was like, good. does anyone want to split a sandwich? And I was like, okay. Hot three is up next. What do you have for us? Okay. This morning, let's grab it here. We are going to talk about morning depression. It's a real thing. Do you have it? Also, what are the top things we would rather rent than actually own? Uh, A lot of these I completely agree with. And a couple in San Francisco got a red zone parking ticket. But the thing is, when they parked, it was not a red zone. What happened? We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast here we go three two it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speech. Mornings can be difficult. Uh, sometimes it's it's hard to get yourself going in the morning, but some people actually have a clinical condition known as morning depression. A new study out says that this is a, this is more prevalent than we may have thought beforehand. Morning depression symptoms include trouble waking up and getting out of bed in the morning, a profound lack of energy when you start your day, difficulty facing simple tasks such as showering or, or making coffee, and you may have morning depression if you're always thinking through a fog after you wake up. Without coffee, I'd probably suffer from all those things. I wake up and shower, get downstairs. First cup of coffee hits me at 4 a.m., which helps me throughout the morning. I was just thinking about that last night, how it's really kind of scary. And I'm really I'm really ashamed of the fact that I am so dependent on coffee and almost like it's almost like it's not even the caffeine. I wonder if I did it with decaf. But if I can have coffee in the morning, I am I am so crabby. And even my family has a joke about it. Like, we're going to get her a cup of coffee. Like, they joke about it. I remember um, last year we went to Montana and there was a bunch of us, big group for my friend's birthday. And uh, there was a fire uh, on the lake that we were staying on. So all the power went out. So there was there was no way to make coffee in the morning. Um, we didn't have like instant or anything like that. There was no way to get coffee. And I was having a panic attack. I was just like, and my husband's like, can we go somewhere? Is there a gas station nearby? But no one was going. We had no car. And I was just sitting there and I was in a panic. It's really bad how dependent I am on it. Start a fire, boil the water, get mom her coffee. But yeah. Think about, okay, so was that the last morning? I can't tell you the last morning that I did not have coffee. I had to, had to have some kind of, even if I have a cold, sore throat, I, I still drink coffee. It had to be 
Last time I had a really bad stomach bug and just couldn't hold anything down. But I still probably would have tried coffee. I can't think of the last time I went an entire morning like, you know what? I'm just going to wake up and start my day with zero caffeine. I, I, I That was the last time, but I still got it in the end. I just got it like four hours later. It was noon coffee, and I was like, I'll take it. Everyone's running out with their photos oh. and precious albums, and Mercedes is running out with their cake-up machine. I, Save that's the all Keurig. I needed. Save the Keurig, you guys. <laughs> also this morning, what is something you would rather rent then own a new poll asked people um and it's kind of surprising uh, a house or apartment only ranked 12th i think a lot more people would rather own than uh than rent on something like that so most of us would still rather own our own home but here are the top things that we do not want to own we'd rather rent number one was was movies Remember we used to buy DVDs or, or VCR tapes? Now we just stream them. It's just like, let me watch it once. We don't need it again. Yeah, it was so... I, I, and I would buy a couple movies that it meant a lot to me when they came out. I thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch this over and over again. You spend 20 bucks, I think, at the time for the DVD. Watch it once and just sits there in a stack of DVDs that never go back to it. Never yeah. go back. You know what? I'm going to watch that movie again. It, just never, it never would happen. It's a waste of money. Music is number two on this list. No one really wants CDs. Or you know, some, I think record sales are up, but no one really wants to buy it. We now stream it, listen to it on the radio, and that's that. Gym equipment was number three on the list, like renting a, a Peloton instead of buying one. Uh, cars, number four. A lot of people preferred leasing instead of buying or, or just using Uber. And storage spaces was number five. Renting a, a cheaper upfront than putting a shed in your yard, uh, much easier. Some other things on the on the list included phones. We'd rather just pay a monthly fee for the newest phone instead of buying it and then upgrade whenever you want tools on the list, wedding dresses. You can rent a designer gown for a few hundred bucks, sports equipment on the list and cleaning equipment. Also two standouts. One there. I want to shed really bad. I just want to shed in my backyard. One to put some stuff in, just keep stuff in there. But I think it'd be cool to have a shed walk in my backyard, go to my shed, drink my cup of coffee there on a Saturday morning, hanging out in my shed. And then secondly, the wedding dress. Why do you have to say it like shed? Because that's, that's my vision. Go to my shed. shed. I'm out my shed. <laughs> Just hanging out. Just hang out my shed. Put some, a TV in there or something. Um, wedding dress. That's brilliant. Laura's wedding dress. She got married. Put it in a box. It's been in that box in the closet since the day we got married. The day after we got married. See, Hasn't touched it since. I know. I, and I always think like, oh, here, I'll give this to my daughters. But it's like, will they even like it? What if they hate it? And they're like, oh, I feel bad, but I don't want your wedding dress. You know? <laughs> Would they want, um, what if one of your daughters, like, I want a piece of the fabric. Can I cut part of the fabric to make something? Would you allow her to cut your wedding dress? I mean, I guess. I'm not going to wear it again. I, I would be kind of bummed out. I was like, you want to you want to just cut a square of it? Like, why? <laughs> here, I'll, I'll do it for you. And then I'll go buy a cheap wedding dress and cut a square. <laughs> and be like, here you go. <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, a couple in San Francisco is fighting a ticket that they got for parking in a red zone. And they've got a very compelling argument. The city painted the curb red while they were parked there. They even missed the spot where the car's tire was pressed against the curb. The city says they just repainted an existing red zone because the old paint had faded. They provided a photo of the curb before, and it's really faded. But the couple lives in San Francisco, and they claim they've been parking in that spot for 25 years. It has never been a red zone. And the local news dug up some Google Maps images, and in both 2016 and 2021, the curb appears to be gray. 
The couple says they are appealing the ticket, but it could take up to 60 days to get a ruling. Good for them for fighting it. Yes, that's yeah. that is sneaky. Oh, they're they're parked here. Let's just paint it red now. I mean, think about that. They could do that anywhere. Right, yeah. Just start <laughs> painting the whole side of the street. How great would it be if you just paint your curb red in your neighborhood? Oh, yeah, but you park there anyway. It's, it's, Someone would probably give you a ticket, though. Where the HOA would come in there? Yeah. It is uh, something we do every morning. We love it. It's our 7 a.m. social club. We're going to start here in about three minutes. We go live on Facebook and YouTube, and we stay live the entire hour during commercials, during songs. You see what we're doing. We have some conversations. So we want you to join us. That starts next. Big ninety four point one six fifty nine Mercedes in the morning. Have you ever played a prank on someone and it went like just horribly wrong? Uh, a girlfriend of mine saw a prank that is going around on social media. Have you guys seen the salt prank? Have you guys seen that one? I think I have. Is that when people are saying taste this? Yeah. And there's like a ton of salt in it. They like dump like a tableful of a spoonful of salt in the soup or something like that. That's it. That's yeah. It? Okay. You got it. Yeah. So that's what. So she uh, saw that on social media, and uh, she decided it would be funny to play this prank on her husband and. I know her husband and he is a good natured guy. He's he 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 doesn't mind being the butt of a joke. He laughs at himself. He is a good guy. But he got so mad at her for doing this prank on him that apparently he's still mad at her. It happened over the weekend. It's Wednesday. He's still upset. Um, I don't think they're at the point where they're not speaking, but he is just very cold to her. She's like, oh man, I really screwed up. (laughs) So I guess she was making dinner over the weekend and she said she was making, I think she said spaghetti or something. And so she got a spoonful of salt, like full spoonful, and then just kind of dipped it into the sauce. So it was just covered. And she's like, I, I just added some seasoning to the sauce. Will you taste it for me and tell me if it's okay? And he's like, okay, sure. So he takes it, takes the whole spoonful. And he's like, oh my gosh. And he <laughs> was like, that is not funny. He went off. And she's just like, I feel so bad. It was, it was meant to be really funny, but it, it, it was not funny at all. Have you ever done that where you played a prank on someone? Or maybe you... You had the prank played on you, and you were you were mad. You were not laughing at it. What happened? Uh, I have one I want to bring up that almost backfired on us, but with your your friend, was she because everyone's you know getting on video to to post it on social media? Did she have her husband's reaction on video? Yeah, she's not allowed to post it. I was like, I was just say, send it our I, way. I was like, just send it to me. I promise I won't post You're it. I just want show. to see it. And she's like, no. He's like, he's so mad. I can't make him more, even more mad. But yeah, it's all on video. Apparently, I'm like, I told him like one day he will look at that video and laugh one mm-hmm. day it's just not going to be today <laughs> i was i was telling a friend about a prank that we did years ago it had to be at least 10 years ago maybe uh first lady michelle obama was on the show and she was calling in to encourage people to vote it was uh it was it was uh, election season just time to get out and register to vote that was her message she was on the show and we had a guy that lived here in town that did a, he did an impersonation of president obama that was spot on wasn't he a radio guy in arizona I thought he was a radio. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, he, he was. He didn't live here. He we had to call him because he had his show, and sometimes we'd have to work around. His That's show. right. Yeah, yeah, really cool dude, but just spot on. We I think we fooled Chris Rock at one point. So when we had Michelle Obama on. We're like, hey, let's get our, our our President Obama guy on to see if he can fool the First Lady. And so you guys are talking to Michelle Obama. We get him on, and he fooled her. She's like, Rock, what, what's what, What's going on here? And she completely he fooled her for a second. Then we did the reveal and everything. But I remember when the interview was over, it was a few minutes later. I'm back in the office, and we get a call from, like, the, the White House's people, press people asking for our Social Security numbers. 
which was really, really weird. I, I go, I don't feel comfortable giving out that information. <laughs> I know. But I did. I, I, I told them that. I'm like, what is this for? And they're like, it's just for our records. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable giving out this information. They're like, it's not going anywhere. And I was like, okay, I just didn't want to get arrested. So. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't ask for it before the interview. It was no. once the interview was over. We did the prank with the first lady. Then they called. And I remember because they called and asked for your social. And I, I think I just gave him your cell phone. And I'm like, I'm not going to get her social. Here's her number to call. And then I gave him mine as well. But nothing ever came out of it. Or did we get audited the following year? I forget. Full but... disclosure, I may have like thrown it off by one. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Two two two. I, two, I, two, I two, think I two, may two, have two, changed two, two. Uh, a six to a nine. <laughs> what? You lied to the White House? I, I think it was an accident. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember for sure. But that, that could have gone sideways, that whole thing. Thankfully, she was really cool about the whole thing and had some fun with the prank, but that could have gone sideways. When did a prank just go the wrong way for you, whether it was some someone that you played the prank on or they played the prank on you? What happened? This text just came in. It says, several years ago on April Fool's Day, my husband asked if I parked my car in the driveway. I said, yes. And he said, where is it? I was absolutely furious because all my work material material was in my car. He never did anything like that again. So it was there, but he was just playing a little April Fool's Day. I, I hate April Fool's Day. I think it's the worst. I, I don't think the pranks are funny. Um, so once in a while, business will do a funny thing that it's like, oh, ha ha. You're, you know, you're creating sandwiches that look like basketballs or whatever. Ha ha. I believe you. <laughs> and then the next day you realize, oh, it was not true. But uh, I, I think April Fool's Day is like the worst day ever. Especially when people do the pregnancy ones, like yes. to make you think that they're expecting so and you respond and you're super, oh, congratulations. I know you guys make a wonderful parents. So happy for you guys. The next day. Gotcha. Like. What's the point of that? Don't mind the person there that is suffering from infertility that would do anything to be pregnant. Now you're making a joke out of it. Ha ha. Really That's good. the one that's got to go away. Yeah, don't, I agree. Don't be doing that. Maybe so, that Choco Taco thing going away is a joke. Maybe it's a prank. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, it's staying. We're just getting everybody all riled up. <laughs> and then still no one eats it after this weekend. So coming up here in the dirt, the Kardashians are taking on Instagram. I want to see if you agree with their argument. Details in about 10 minutes. Lizzo, About Damn Time, that's the number one song in the country. And what makes that even extra special, Mercedes? Pop quiz, something we talked about on the show yesterday. The fact that she samples world's famous Supreme Team by hey, uh, uh, the song Hey DJ. Is that the one that's sampling that song? I just found it. Yeah, you were asking off the air, like, does she sample that? I was like, I don't think so. And then I looked, and apparently she it does. does. Yeah. I was going for the fact that it's the first song in the history of the Billboard charts with the word damn in the title. To hit number one. That also. That happened that as well. Also. It's big stuff right now. <laughs> All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. What do you think of this? So the Kardashians are feuding with Instagram for pushing videos over photos and trying to be more like TikTok. This all started when one Instagram user posted this message saying, make Instagram Instagram again. Stop trying to be TikTok. I just want to see cute photos of my friends. Sincerely, everyone. After that post went out, both Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner agreed with that sentiment. So Instagram CEO, his name is Matt, he jumped in and posted a video addressing it. He says the app will continue to support photos, but he sees it becoming more video over time with or without internal changes. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed the change. It's definitely more like TikTok now, and they definitely are incentivizing for videos posted and um, using reels. I definitely noticed that. I kind of miss the old Instagram, but I, you know, 
when in Rome. You gotta follow, you gotta follow <laughs> the trend, I'm yeah. I'm doing it too. I'm so. doing reels too, yeah. People are jumping on those things. The MTV Video Music Awards, the nominations were announced Tuesday. Mercedes ran this down and what's trending. Kendrick Lamar, Lil Nas X, and Jack Harlow lead with seven nominations, followed by Doja Cat and Harry Styles with six. It's all happening on August 28th. Uh, voting is now open. I want to give you a pop quiz, though. Let's go back to the very first Video Music Awards, 1984. I'm going to give you the nominees. Tell me who won that year. This was back in 1984. The nominees are Herbie Hancock. Michael Jackson Thriller. The Cars. Cindy Lauper. And the police. If you're watching right now on our 7 a.m. social, see Mercedes and stuff dancing and acting out the songns. But yes. who won video of the year back in 1984? I will say, wait, could you go over the list again? I forget. <laughs> um, thriller. It was not the winner. It was the cars, you oh, might think. Oh, wow. I never would have guessed. That would literally would have been my last guess. Um, I would have picked Herbie Hancock first. <laughs> let's go back to 2004. One more shot here for you to dance along to the songs and also tell me who was video of the year back in 2004. The nominees include... D12, my band. Uh, 99 Problems, which is not playing. So you can't dance to it. I got 99 Problems, <laughs> but it won. <laughs> Britney Spears, Toxic. Outcast. Or Usher. I say Ursher. Back in 2004, the video of the year went to... Oh, well, good. Good choice. Couldn't escape that song back in 2004. Uh, I thought this was really interesting. So it seems like the Star Wars movies and shows have been endlessly discussed with super fans going over every scene, just kind of obsessively breaking down everything in the movie. One Reddit user asked a very important question. Have the actual words Star Wars ever been spoken by any character in any of the series? I would say no. I can't recall it ever been, being said. It's kind of, some of the responses were pretty funny. Someone said, yes, at the end of Return of the Jedi, when Luke says, we've been fighting a lot of Star Wars lately, haven't we? Did he really say that? It's, no, it's sarcasm jokes. Oh, I was like, oh, I don't remember that line. Ready? They're just piling on. Like, oh, uh, gotcha. obvious scenes where it would not, they're going to say it. Like, uh, Darth Vader saying, Luke, join me. And with our combined strength, we can win the Star Wars. There, I think there's a lot of movies that don't say that. Like, uh, like what's an iconic movie? Uh, like, do they ever say, this will be our Shawshank Redemption? No, yeah, well, I don't yeah, think they do. What? Yeah. That's a good point for Shawshank. You know us, we're a bunch of good fellas. <laughs> I don't think they say that. The actual answer is uh, the word the answer is the word star and wars have not been said together in that order. So you're right, it's never been said. Yeah, I don't recall that. And coming up here later on this morning, this is really cool. We, we have tickets for you to go see Gail. It's going to go down at 7:40. She is going to be here in town October 15th. Virgin Hotels, Las Vegas. We have your tickets coming up. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning.
I, sometimes you just hear words and songs that aren't even there, but in your mind they're there, and that's one of them. I, I hear a curse word in there, even though it's not. It's not a curse word at all. We were just talking about that on the 7 a.m. social. If you are online, jump onto our YouTube channel, Mercedes in the Morning, or go to our Facebook page where we are live streaming everything. During songs, during commercials, you can see behind the scenes, and we just had a nice discussion about that song. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, you mentioned um, the gentle hint earlier. Yes, so so someone was told maybe that they have bad breath. <laughs> what happened? I, I went to get my nails done yesterday after the show, and I went to the salon that I always go to, and I, I sit down, and uh, the lady sits down, and she's got some of her utensils that you're using. She lays a towel out and starts some small chit-chatty. Working today? How are things? How was your vacation? It was a small conversation. She gets up, walks away. She comes back, turns her little cabinet behind her, opens up her cabinet, Get some trident gum out. Takes a piece of gum out. I'm thinking she's going to put it in her mouth. She puts it on the, like the counter, like the table, and just slides it to me. Doesn't offer it to me. Just slides it to me. Then gets up, walks back, and comes back with that warm bowl of water. Oh. Didn't even say anything. Like, didn't offer me gum. Want a piece of gum? Nothing. Just opened it up, put it on the table, and, like, just pushed it like my way. You will, you will put this in your mouth immediately, yes. please. You shall choose this I'm gum. to be this close to you. <laughs> you. You need to put something in that mouth. And yours. I'm like, yeah, it had to be a gentle hint. And I, I after the show, I brushed my teeth. I flossed. Uh, I, I stopped at a 7-Eleven, actually. Cause I'm, very, I'm aware of that when I'm in those close situations. Like, they have a breath mint when I go in to get my hair cut. And I had a breath mint going into the place. But maybe just something was going on. Or maybe she does that with all her clients. But sat down, opened it up, put it on the counter, and just slid it to me. Didn't offer it. Didn't say anything. Just like, here you go. I maybe um, you have a tooth issue and the breath mints are not helping because I know in the past there was one time that my husband had I could just tell something was going on in his mouth like he would brush his teeth but I could smell something mm -hmm. and it wasn't even like bad breath I just could smell something was wrong in his mouth and he's like I'm fine. Nothing's wrong. Well, it turns out he like needed a root canal. There was an issue. It like something was infected and he didn't know it, but it was, it was giving the smell. As soon as he got that taken care of, it went away. And I know you've had, you said you've had tooth issues before. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to get into the dentist and have him just take a look. I'm due. I'm coming up on my six month. I went within the past six months and had a cleaning done and all was good. I have to get a custom bridge work replaced, but maybe that's it. But Lars never said anything, and no one's ever done anything before. But maybe, there, maybe there's something going on. I just thought it was funny of a, such a gentle hint of yeah. Here you go, just slide mm. it over. Have you ever been on the receiving end of a gentle hint where someone's just like they don't come out and say it, but they definitely imply it? I guess I kind of had something similar yesterday. I was at the TV show, and you know, I you wear more makeup when you do television than you normally would in, in real life. I put very minimal amounts of makeup when I come to work in the morning, but when I go on TV, it's a definitely, I wear lipstick. Like I don't wear lipstick now or anything like that. And so I was getting ready to do an interview and I was talking uh, to the guest ahead of time and she goes, yeah, got lipstick on your teeth. And it was, I mean, it was gentle the way she said it. She was very nice about it. And we were like 10 seconds from going on air. So I'm like, ah, ah. I'm like, is it gone? Is it gone? And she's like, still some there. I'm like, ah. And so like, we literally go on there and I'm like, 
hello. <laughs> and I even said Welcome back to Las air. Vegas now. Yeah, I, I go, This she's a real one for telling me that I have lipstick on my teeth. Like, I just, I couldn't get past it because you could tell I was doing something with my mouth beforehand. But I appreciate the gentle hints. I do. I always say to my husband, tell me if something looks ridiculous or if I have a, a booger or something because I'd rather hear it from you than have everyone talking about it. And so this lady did you a favor. Maybe you would, maybe people smelled that something wasn't right and they didn't say anything, but they're going to be like, oh God. Yeah. Like, so I think that's a good thing. I told my UPS driver that his fly was down. I think it was over the weekend. I was outside doing some stuff and he pulled up and, and I walked up to get the package from him and he's up in his UPS truck and he turns around the package and hands it to me and flies down. I'm like, right here, bro. He's like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I think it's the thing you have to do it. But is that a thing for ladies? If you have lipstick, you should tell the, the lady that you're next to, like, hey, isn't that the right thing to do? It's girl code. Mm-hmm. And you got to do that with everything, like as a tag sticking out. I've, I've been in public and someone, <laughs> I was at the mall. I will never forget a department store. The sales lady came up. I just tried on some clothes. She came up. She goes, come here, sweetheart. She was an older lady. I was like, okay. She kind of leads me to the dressing room. She goes, your shirt's inside out. I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I went in there, but she like she like guided me. She didn't want me to walk away like that and I just appreciated it so much. We got to watch out for each other. Got to. Here. Have a mint. <laughs> You're in a different studio. I, I can't tell. I, know, I got all these mints in my bag. I got breath mints here. Ready to go. I got breath mints. I'm locked and loaded now. Someone just said the bad breath could also be a gut issue. Have you had your gut checked? I haven't had my gut checked. I don't know. I, I'm thinking maybe she does it for everyone. I'm going to send someone back as a spy to see if, to see if, they, if they get the treatment as well. But maybe. also don't be in denial. Maybe there is an issue. That's like true. If she's just trying to That's help. That's true. You know? Listen, no denial I've here, never, my friends. I've never t- experienced that, although I don't know if I would tell you if I did. But <laughs> oh, <I'll>, thanks. <laughs> you know what? Steph would. Steph would be like, hey, would JC. You, Steph? I don't know. I wouldn't want to hurt your feelings. Oh, my feelings want to be hurt. We said this whole thing about being a good friend and telling the other person. I am that. a good friend, but I just, uh, there are certain things that you You'd be fine just dealing with on your own. Step up. I had bad breath. Would you tell me? Uh, I don't know about the bad breath. I don't think I would tell you if you had bad breath. I'd just be like, ooh. <laughs> like they're sliding away. It, it doesn't mean we don't love you. <laughs> Check this out. We have your tickets to go see Gail, and that's coming up here in just about five minutes right after this really short commercial break. And then we also have the Hot 3. That's up next. What do you got for us? Billion dollars, anyone? The Mega Millions jackpot soars after no one won yesterday's top prize. We'll tell you what it's at now. Also... Why popping open a beer or or, uh, a bottle of wine could really negatively affect your relationship and or positively, we'll explain. And we'll talk about uh, this, uh, this, I'm trying to find the story, where did it go? Oh, do you, uh, do you take naps? If so, why you may want to reconsider. It could be bad for your health. That's coming up next in. It's Adele residency. It's official starting up on November 18th. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Hello. Hello. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, and, and. Uh, let's talk to Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Good morning. Crystal? Crystal? Yes, I'm here. Hey, Crystal, you are caller 20. Yeah. Yay. So awesome. Yay. Coming to see Gay. She's coming to town at 24 Oxford over at Virgin Hotels, Las Vegas. And you're going to check her out in her Avoiding College Tour. Congratulations. Yay. Thank you so much. My daughter is going to be just over the moon. <laughs> oh, you're going to have a blast. And we have these tickets all week long. More tickets for you to see Gail coming up at the 9 o'clock hour. We'll have them at 940. 
Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. The Mega Millions jackpot, it has grown to an estimated $1.02 billion. Whoa. After no tickets matched all six numbers in Tuesday night's drawing. Uh, the winning numbers drawn Tuesday were 7, 29, 60, 63, 66, and the Mega Ball was number 15. Now, although no tickets won the $830 million grand prize, one ticket sold in Ohio matched five numbers, including the optional Mega Plier to win $3 million. So that was a nice little payday. Eight other tickets, including two each in New Jersey and New York, as well as one each in uh, California, Florida, Illinois, and Ohio matched five numbers to win $1 million. The next drawing is Friday night. You mentioned you had a friend in California that bought you a ticket. Are you going to have him buy you a ticket again this coming Friday? I, I didn't ask him to. He just said, hey, I bought you a ticket. Uh-huh. And he put my name on it. So I'm hoping if I Venmo him some money, he'll do it again just to save me a drive down to a state line. Are you going to go down and get some tickets? Uh, my parents bought some tickets. So they didn't, though. I was talking to my mom about it. They didn't imply whether I have one of those tickets or not. She just made a comment that they bought a bunch of tickets. I'm just assuming, you know. I, I don't son. think you should assume. <laughs> I'm assuming my parents win a billion dollars. I might see some of it, They'd but then again, then again, I might not. You never know. Maybe I should put that request and make it official. Yeah, just like, hey, could you get me a couple of tickets? Thanks. Yeah, so this doesn't break the family apart. Like, you're supposed to share with the kids, aren't you? Please. <laughs> All right. Those who nap more on average should watch out because you have a greater risk of developing high blood pressure and stroke. This is according to a new analysis um, by the American Heart Association. Having hypertension puts you at risk for heart disease and stroke, which are leading causes of death in the United States, according to the CDC. And researchers looked at the sleep habits and the medical histories of over 360,000 people. And they found that people who took naps on most days saw a 24% increase in their likelihood of stroke, and they were 12% more likely to be diagnosed with hypertension over time. The nap factor was even more worrisome in those ages 60 and under, as napping most days led to a 20% higher chance of developing high blood pressure. Does it count for us to just nap on the weekends? A nap's a nap. I I guess. I I guess it it probably increases if you're really consistent about it, Mm -hmm. if it's an everyday kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I, I, I... like I, I, I only try to get them on Sundays, but this Sunday it was totally foiled. My neighbors had a, a party, uh, kind of offended. I wasn't invited, but that's fine. Uh, but they were <laughs> your neighbors invited to Sophie's graduation party. No, I don't even know these neighbors. They actually just moved in. They're not the new neighbors that I talked about, mm-hmm. but the, this, we have some other neighbors that are literally directly behind us, directly mm. behind us. So they have a really nice pool area, and I, I went to lay down for my nap, and I just hear this music, and I'm like, and I thought at first I thought it was a TV downstairs, so I was like listening, and then I I went out. We have like a little balcony off our bedroom. I open the door, and it's just blaring like like '80s soft rock. It was like I don't. I think it was like air supply or something. Was it a yacht rock party? It, it might have been. Mm-hmm. It was like I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. I don't know who sings that, but um, that it was so loud, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Is this gonna go on forever?" So I just kind of like sat there, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna get back in bed." 
It went on forever. I texted my husband. I'm like, do you know these neighbors? He's like, sounds like they're having a party. I'm like, yeah, thank. <laughs> like, wow. It, I never got a nap because of it. So I guess it was good. They saved my life. They did. <laughs> when did they move in? Ooh, I think they moved in like a month ago. Okay. One party within a month. I know. That's... Doesn't bode well for us, huh? No, I was going to say it does. At least it's not every weekend. If it was an every weekend thing. They've been there for a month. They just had their first party but on a Sunday. But it was like a party. Was it? Yeah. There was just a lot of noise. Listen, there's a, there is, a, to me, there's a level of anxiety when you get a new neighbor. Are they going to be nice? Are they going to be loud? I had the same thing. I had a neighbor moved into my house. And the, the, the neighbors in this house have always been quiet. And it's a single mom. And um, she's very quiet. I'm like, ah, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. My husband just texted me. He says, they weren't having a party. They were just hanging out by the pool, the family. Ooh, Sunday pool hangout, oh, loud music. No, so uh, this will be a weekend thing now. No, because they have a beautiful pool. I can see it from my house. <laughs> I was like, oh wow. What but that I was. Let's, let's see though. Let's see what happens this Sunday. Last well, Sunday was nothing, the first one. Nothing happened. No, it was. Oh yeah, it was this past Sunday. Yeah. So, so let's see what see. happens this okay. weekend. I'm praying for the, you. The, the Sunday. Uh, <laughs> I'm praying. Years. I really am. Um, let's see. Finally, this morning, popping open a bottle of wine or cracking a few beers with your significant other is good for your relationship. A new study asked long-term married couples questions about their alcohol consumption, whether they drink the average amount consumed per week, as well as questions concerning the quality of their marriage. And what they found was that when both both um, partners drink alcohol, the marriages were better off. When one partner consistently abstained, however, the marriage had more issues, even more so when it was the wife who was drinking and the husband who was not. Okay, let's break this down because Laura and I, we both drink. We don't get hammered all the time, but we do enjoy wine and a couple cocktails and stuff. And, and it's nice having a glass of wine with her, just chit-chatting about the day. In your house, does Matt ever drink? Once in a while, but not very often. You're going to break this study, though, because things are really good. Well, I, and we, we like it that way. He's like, yeah, I like you to relax. Um, I feel safe driving, you know, we don't have to worry about who's going to drive tonight or are we going to get an Uber, but we did go out to dinner the other night and, uh, I, I ordered a glass of wine and he's like, I'll have a lemon drop martini, please. Ooh, and I Matt. looked at him and I was like, this was before the aces gate. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. And so I did something I should not have done. I, I acted like a mom because I know he has to watch his sugar intake. And so I said to the waiter after he ordered that, I go, please, no sugar on the rim. And Matt goes, okay, mom. And I was like, Ooh, sorry. I go, go ahead. Push her. Like, Oh, I felt really bad, but I, I tried to help him watch it, you know, and I shouldn't have done that. The one time he's going for a nice <laughs> know, little treat. I know. There's I'm no, a terrible wife. He's got a basketball game. Just have a one cocktail going into it. You're going to be there for a couple hours. You'll be fine to drive when it's all said and done. But I said, I knew you would want dessert at the game. And so I, I just wanted to help. And <laughs> Double like, thanks, mom. He's so like, they can't have dessert I, now at the I game. Don't want you, I don't want you. I don't need you to do this for me. I was like, I'm so sorry. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. My second glass of wine, please. <laughs> I'm like, and what to go, please. Thank you. And can I smuggle one into the game somehow? You got a flask? Steph, do you, what's the situation? 
situation with you and James. You guys both drink, right? Yeah, we both drink. Uh, he drinks a little bit more than me, though. So when I know that I'm done drinking, I'll kind of watch him. And I'm trying to be better at it like you, Mercedes. I'm trying not to be like, are you sure you should have another drink? Because we've got to go in a couple hours and I want you to sober up. Like, I'm really trying to not do that, especially we're only going to get older. We're not going to drink like this when we're older. So I'm like, ah, we're young. Let's live it up. Yeah, the, the, the hangovers are nothing right now. Just Ugh. give yourself five, ten years. <laughs> yeah, that day will come. That day will come. I think the day's already come, by the way. <laughs> this is Lauren Daigle. She will be at Resorts World uh, coming up here in September. And we actually have tickets for you to go see Lauren Daigle. Just such a beautiful voice. There's tickets for you coming up next hour, 825, when you win. Heads up. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I had a major parent fail yesterday, and I don't know if I made up for it. Uh... If if I did the right thing, uh, I had to I had to apologize to my my kid yesterday. What'd you do? I had to issue her an apology because of something that I did, and uh, I I'm just really ashamed of myself. I'm actually kind of embarrassed to bring this up. Uh, we kind of teased it earlier that I had to go somewhere yesterday yeah. for her, um, and I said I'll, I'll talk about it later. And I just all morning long, I'm like, do I really want to talk about this? Because I'm really embarrassed uh, about what I did. But I figured, you know at least talking about it maybe um maybe people can offer me some advice on whether or not I did the right thing um after to apologize so my daughter well both of my daughters played volleyball my my oldest she quit um she wanted to concentrate on school but my youngest she loves it and uh there she plays club in the off season club volleyball and it's really competitive and last season she just really kind of broke out and just was she did a really good job and so she is 13 so Last year, she played on the 14s team, and she was the youngest on the team, but she, you know, she did a great job. So tryouts um, right now were for, like, 15s and up, and I just assumed that she's going to play 14s again because she's still 13, and she played when she was 12. And so she came to me last week, and she's like, um, I, I was thinking about trying out for the a 15s team this year. And I was like... Oh, wow. 15s. There, there's a big difference between, I don't know if like there's a big growth spurt or as far as competitiveness, there's a big change between the 14s and the 15s. I don't know. If, I, it, in my mind, that's kind of where things really get, not that they're not serious, but they get super serious. Mm-hmm. The girls are taller. They hit harder. 
Um, and I was like, why? Why Why are you trying to grow up so fast? Why do you want to play 15s? And she's like, I just, I don't know. I'd like to, I'd like to try out and I'd like to see if I could make it. And so I discouraged her. And I'm embarrassed that I did, but I did. I said, you know, I think you're trying to grow up too fast. I think you should stick with the 14s. You could be a star on the 14s. Um, there's a big difference. And I, I just, I don't think you should. And she asked, do you think I'm not good enough? Ooh. I know. And, and this that, is when, last week or so? This is last week. Yeah. And I go, not at all. I go, not at all. Just for the record. It's not that. It's just the girls are a lot different in that age group. And so she's like, okay, I won't. And it was kind of eating at me all week long. I was like, dang, should I not have, should I have let her try? Maybe it'll, it would, you know, be a good learning experience for her. And it just was eating at me all night or all week. So the other night she's on Instagram and she goes, look at this. And it was one of the club volleyball teams here in town saying, hey, we had our tryouts, but we still need a few more positions. DM us if you are interested. And she goes, can I DM them? And I looked at it. I was like, oh, I don't know. And this is again the 15s? This is 15s. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, because yeah, 12s and 14s, they don't try out till October. So there, there's a long time for that. And I was like, if you want, because like I said, I still had some remorse about what had happened. And she, so she DM'd them. And she's like, hi, I, I play. They asked her position. She's like, uh, typically I'm a setter. And they go, we need a setter. Can you try out tomorrow? And she comes back to me. She goes, can I go try out tomorrow? And I was just like, oh, my gosh. So I said, yes, you can try out. So my husband takes her to the tryout. He's he's messaging me. She's like, yeah, she's, I'll be honest. She's a little rusty. Even she admitted that she hasn't played in three months. And um, she went and she tried out for this 15s team. And she made it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. She... She made face, it. Face, mom. Face. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's great, though. Let's, let's just celebrate that for a second. That's awesome. I was, she met, they, my husband texted me, he goes, we're going to call you in five minutes. And I was like, oh, gosh, poor thing. She's probably sad, heartbroken. You're planning your speech. Like, listen, you know, I told you so. Learning. No, I would never say I told you so. But I was like ready to be like, you know what? You went out there and tried. I'm proud of you. Um, she's like, I made it. And I was like, you made it? And she's like, I made it. And I'm like. Oh my gosh, tears started coming out of my eyes. I couldn't believe it. I was so I was so proud of her. And so we had to go commit. We had to go sign the paperwork last night. That's where we went. And driving home, I turned around to her in the car and I said, I owe you an apology. And she's like, for what? And I said, I always believed in you, but I gave you that doubt in your mind and I shouldn't have done that. I should have supported you no matter what. And I'm so proud of you for being brave enough to do something even if it was on your own. And she started tearing up and I'm like, I'm really sorry that I doubted you for a second. And she's like, you didn't doubt me. She's like, you were just watching out for me. And I was like, I just, I feel like I really owe you an apology. And she's like, it's okay, mommy. She's like, I, I love you. And I was oh like, my gosh, that I, I was great. just like, oh, I was really proud of her. I was really proud of her. I'm proud of her too. That's great. That's fantastic news. I mean, and, and don't don't be hard on yourself. You're just being a protective parent, watching out for your daughter. If she wouldn't have made the 15s, she's still gonna gone out and done the 14s. Yeah, right? she would have done the 14s in October. Yeah, but um, you know, I went to uh, we went to the signing and and I was talking. One of the coaches said, 
you know, she rearranged this all on her own. I said, I know. And he goes, that's a, that's a sign of a great athlete. And I was like, I, I wanted to say thank you, but I should be, not mm-hmm. be saying thank you because I was the one, you know, I was just really kind of, I, I just felt like I really failed uh, on that as a parent that I shouldn't, I, I shouldn't have second guessed. But again, my intentions were not bad. It was just that I was trying to protect her. But I guess sometimes you got to let kids try themselves, you know, try and fail. But at the same time, I don't mean kids. So I imagine it's hard though. You're trying to, you want them to go out and try things and fail and, and pick themselves up and continue to, to go on after that. But at the same time, in the back of your mind, you want to be protective of them. And it's kind of like a fine line you have to walk. Yeah. I I, I never doubted her. I never thought she couldn't do it. I was just, uh, I, I just didn't want her to get hurt. But I guess that's part of, you know, of the life experience. You can't shelter them. So huge parent fail on my end. But I, I issued, I gave her an apology and she, she accepted it, which, which warmed my heart. I was, the way she said it too. She's like, I love you, mommy. She's like, I, it's okay. And I was just like, oh. Oh, that's amazing. You know? That's so, great news. Yeah, Mercedes. it was kind of a, it was a cool thing, but a, a humbling thing. That's for sure. Well, let's look. The parent fails in the past. The fact that she made that team is fantastic. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, to all the other parents have, who have ever felt like they failed, <laughs> I'm with you right there. <laughs> I'm with you. In the club. Oh. Coming up this hour, there's tickets for you to go see Lauren Daigle, Resorts World. That show is in September. There's tickets right around 825 when you win heads up. Nikki, your sunroof. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Those tickets for you to go see Lauren Daigle, Resorts World. That shows in September. We have them for you in just about five minutes. If you missed it earlier, coming up next hour, we'll talk more about it. The Las Vegas Aces, man, they just continue to dominate. And they won the second annual WNBA Commissioner's Cup Championship game last night. We were at the game on Saturday and just had so much fun. I cannot wait for the playoffs. They are... Are, they're expecting them to be in the playoffs for I, I'm they're already in the playoffs but in the finals and, mm-hmm. and so just what a team and it's so cute because when we went on Sunday my or Saturday my husband was like very kind of quiet during the game he was really watching I'm like man he's really into this game I love it and we were all into it and uh, he confessed something to me when he left when we left I was like man that was so good I have an Asia Wilson jersey I was wearing he's like uh, you should get a Kelsey Plum jersey, too. I was like, yeah, I would love one. She's awesome. He's like, she is awesome. I'm like, do you have a crush on her? He goes, she's so cute. I was like, oh, you have a crush on Kelsey Plum. I love it. She is. I mean, I have a crush on Kelsey Plum, if we're being completely honest. She's amazing. So um, I just, I've, I discovered my, my husband has a crush on Kelsey Plum. I thought it was so cute. She seems like a, she's been in the studio with us before. She's yeah. really, really cool. And then that video of her when she got the signed jersey from Tom Brady last week was very endearing, seeing how excited she got. And uh, also just watching her out there on the court, too. And she was the MVP of the All-Star game, despite that little trophy she got. She did amazing at that game. I was she, trying awesome. I was trying to find the video of, of she and I playing volleyball here in the green room last night to show him because uh, he never saw it. And he, I couldn't find it. I was like, oh, man, I don't know what happened to it. But um, you guys, were you guys peppered in the green yeah, room? Yeah, we Did peppered you? she because she used to play volleyball, That's too. Right. And so I, whenever I found out someone plays volleyball, they have to pepper with me. in the We have volleyball <laughs> on standby in the office. <laughs> but who who is your 
your significant other celebrity crush? Do, do, are they honest with you about it? And do you tease them? Like, I just thought it was so cute. And I was like, I was really proud. I thought it was a, gr- a great celebrity crush that I support 100%. I'm like, yes, this is a celebrity crush. I can really back you up on. I like it. Uh, who is Laura's celebrity crush? Uh, I, I don't think it's as high as it was once before, but there's a writer. His name is Carl Cook. Big time uh, equestrian rider. And he used to be, he's the one that used to be married to Kaylee Cuoco. They were married, and she's a rider as well. And so anytime you see Carl Cook, I mean, he's an advanced rider. He'll probably be in the Olympics here uh, next go-around. But anytime we're at a horse show and he's there, it's like, oh, there's There's always a buzz about Carl Cook being at her horse show. And they were actually in a couple of the same competitions. Like, oh, my gosh, you're in the same arena as Carl Cook. What a thrill. So for her, I would say it's it's Carl Cook. If you're not in the horse world, you know who this guy is. But he was married to Kaylee Cuoco, her last marriage. That was her husband. Um, Does that take anything away that they got a divorce? And she's like, no. like I mean, now... Not that they would ever, anything would ever happen. We all know that. But now it's like, oh, now he's available. Now I even have more of a crush on him. Well, yeah, if you think about it, too, it's like, okay, they, they go to, there's horse shows. And I think he's dating someone now. And uh, my wife is happily married. But, yeah, they're, they're it's not like an According out of reach. You. <laughs> <laughs> is she really in Puerto Rico right now? What's Carl Cook doing in Puerto Rico yeah, right really? now? <laughs> they, they, there's that realm of, the, I mean, they do cross paths. They They both ride horses. They go to horse shows together. Matt lives here in town. Kelsey Plum plays for. I mean, they could cross paths as well. You know, there's there's, there's no possibility there's, of that happening with Carl Carl Cook, Carl Cook. Yeah, I could see that happening, but Matt is not in Kelsey's world, nor is she in his. Hi, you don't say. What, don't no. discredit anybody in that. It's not that I don't think that he could land a Kelsey Plum, um, or the Kelsey could land a Matt, <laughs> but there's they don't cross paths. Yours cross paths. What if Matt is going for the latest shoe and Kelsey is? She's there. She's there. She's like, They're both in line hey, for nice a drop. Shoes, nice shoes. I like your shoes. Oh yeah. Yeah, what are you doing tonight? I don't know. What are you doing tonight? Let's go it. get a hotel room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Scandal. Kelsey Plum breaks up marriage of popular morning show host. Oh, my gosh. How old is Kelsey Plum, by the way? Oh, yeah. How Never going to happen. Don't say that. Na- why, why, why am I encouraging it? <laughs> yeah, why are you trying to break up my marriage? My Don't gosh. say never. Let Matt pursue Kelsey Plum. No, no. I, I, like from afar, I support that 100%. James, who is, or not James, Steph, who is James' celebrity crush? Oh, my gosh. Matt and James have a lot in common because he, too, has a crush on Kelsey Plum. <laughs> and he's, this started a few weeks ago or maybe a couple months ago, but he follows her on Instagram or he'll go to her Instagram. And what they do now, kind of like the NBA, is they're starting to do tunnel fits. And basically, it's the fits, the outfits, the really, really cute outfits they'll wear before they suit up for the game. Yes, I love... Actually, that's one of my favorite things on game day is to see what they wear. And then he'll show me posts like, look at what Kelsey's wearing today. Like, her last post from yesterday's game was this really, really cute pink long blazer and she wore like this white crop top with like ripped jeans and with the green purse exactly it was like oh my gosh i love the way you brought that color in there that was like it was it was such a cute fit he even got a kelsey plum shirt at the aces game on saturday i mean he's wait and her jersey isn't online and it's not it wasn't at the merch store when we went in to the game so he's been like refreshing he's trying to get a kelsey plum jersey and he said if we ever have Kelsey Plum in studio if he could come just to get a picture with her. Oh my gosh. Did you see the outfit she wore? I think it was the right before that one and it was like a white like crop top shirt with these black pants and the Dior bag. Yes. Um, she was like 
serving looks like oh my gosh and her, her abs ab- her abs and she rocks the high bun so well yes i'm like how do you get your bun like that girl i can only do the high ponytail <laughs> now, I, think, world- I think we have the crush on her <laughs> <laughs> in the world of professional wrestling uh wrestlers you know they'll be out there and they'll be in their match and there'll be a lady that catches their eye and they'll have someone in the back walk up and say hey you know Ric Flair's having a party tonight. Uh, he saw you. Why don't you invite you to his party tonight? These are fans they see in the crowd. One of Kelsey Plum, if she would have sent so she's at the game on Saturday. Matt and, J- and James catch her eye, and they she sent someone up to the crowd saying, "Hey, Kelsey's having a party tonight, and she wanted to invite you two to come." And not us, what, no, not me and no, Mercedes. No. We're we're more fun than our husbands. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the only thing they're good for are sneaker drops. Love you, babes, but nah. Uh, just no, kidding. actually, our husbands are are the best. They're they're a blast. They're they're hilarious when they're together. Yeah. <laughs> and I found out Kelsey has a nickname. It's Crush Plum. No, it's Cash Plum. But now we're, he's changing it to Crush Plum because he has a crush on Kelsey. Well, why is nah. it Cash Plum? Just because she's money when she... I think they, because she made six three-pointers yesterday. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Woo-hoo. She's doing good. And someone just sent me a message like, look at that picture of Kelsey Plum. What do you see? The one with the pink jacket. Cosmo see. and Wanda. <gasps> oh, you were talking about green. that. Odd parents, barely odd parents. All right, let's do this right now. This is awesome. We want caller 20, 702-364-9400. First off, your caller 20, you get to play Heads Up, and that's a blast. You're doing it live on the radio, but this time we have an awesome, awesome prize for you. Yeah, we really do. You get to see Lauren Daigle. Yes, her voice is amazing, and you'll be there to experience it live. Your tickets right now to see her at the theater at Resorts World in September. Just be caller 20, pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 is in 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning, Amber. Woohoo! You ready to play Heads Up this morning? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Lauren Daigle tickets on the line for you. You have three categories to choose from. Do you want to go with margaritas, carousel, or chocolate milk? Let's go with chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. National Chocolate Milk Day is tomorrow. And oh, these, perfect. Yeah, these are all foods you would maybe eat with chocolate, okay? All right. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Uh, Let's go with you. Okay, let's do it. All right, here we go, Amber. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Lauren Daigle, and you start now. These are chocolate squares that you eat. They're delicious. Um, I like the the crusty end pieces are my favorite. Um, Not Girl Scouts, but the little ones. What are they called? Uh, uh, let's, the, let's, let's pass. pass. Okay. Um, this is a fruit. You might dip it in chocolate. It's red. Strawberry. Yes. Um, this is when you have like a pot and you melt the chocolate and then you dip stuff in there. Oh, uh, fondue. Yes. Um, th- like you could get tapioca, vanilla, chocolate, different varieties. Of- Pudding. Yes. Um, this is um, the, the flavor of a candy cane is what flavor? 
Uh, peppermint. Yes. Um, these are a nut, and they come, you can get them chocolate covered, and they. Macadamia. No, they're, um. Oh, they're like, um, they're high in protein. They're all, are, oh gosh. Um, it, oh gosh. It, it, um, it, pass, pass, okay. Pass. Um, these are. Th- oh, oh, time. That was it. Was almonds, by the way. I'm so almonds. Oh. I'm thinking, you know, the the Hawaiian macadamia. Yes, yes. Ah. Steph brought us some of those from Hawaii when she was there. The first one we got caught up on was brownies. Like just brownies. brownies. Oh, oh I'm yes. so sorry, Amber. Because you said, I think you said cookie, and I was like, wait. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm so sorry. Hang on the line, Amber. We definitely have some uh, a consolation gift we can get you, so don't go anywhere. But that means caller 20. You just have to be caller 20. That's it. You don't have to play this game. (laughs) (laughs) No shenanigans here. Just caller 20. Caller 20 wins 702-364-9400. We found it. Yeah, we have have part of it. I love it. Okay. Uh, This is so funny because uh, this is something that JC mentioned earlier in the show. And Steph did some digging and she actually found audio of it what's the biggest like trouble you got into at work like you really got in trouble we thought for sure we were in a ton of trouble after this but uh we weren't thankfully but at the time uh after this all went down we were sure Maybe we weren't in trouble with work, but we were definitely in trouble. Tell everybody what happened. We had an interview with First Lady Michelle Obama. She was on the show. It was election season. She was calling in to encourage people to register to vote. Go out and vote. To everyone to vote for, just register to vote. We also had a radio friend who did a, a spot on President Obama impersonation. So we thought it'd be funny to have when we had the first lady on. And it was a thing to have the first lady on. It, it was a big thing. To, it's, yeah, it, it would. it's a thing no matter who the first lady is. Yeah, you yeah. have the first lady on the show? Oh, my gosh. And it's a process, too, about just, you know, the stuff you have to go through to get that interview. Anyway, so we got that interview, and we decided to have our, our radio friend from down in Arizona who does a spot on President Obama come on the show to see. I, I, I forgot how it went down but we gave her the heads up and told her that we had a radio friend that does her husband would she be fine talking to him she's like yeah sure so i i we went a long time with him i kind of condensed it down to about 24 seconds so so basically yeah she's coming on the show we give them a heads up like we have someone who's an obama impersonator want to get the opinion they say it's fine um and her reaction to him was was so great that Afterwards, they called and asked for our social security numbers. <laughs> um, let me give you some of the audio. We, okay. I think we went about about 90 seconds with them, but here's about 20 seconds of what it sounded like. Uh, and this was, gosh, what, 15 years ago? 13 years ago, at least? Yeah. All right, hold on one second. Here it is. Hi, honey. It's me. Hey, baby. How you doing? <laughs> Good. Where well, are you? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm hanging out here by the house, and I just want to say again, happy anniversary. Oh, my goodness. That's a nine. <laughs> You're a great first lady, a great wife, and uh, just a little heads up, AT&T called, and uh, you're a little late on the phone bill. <laughs> he sounds just like him. Oh, my gosh. So we do the interview, and it, and it was fun. It was a blast, and we're laughing about it, and the show ends, and I get a call from the White House, and it's like the press secretary, someone official in the White House. Just saying, you know, thanks for doing the interview, but uh, we need to get everyone's social security number that was involved. I'm like, uh, here's Mercedes' cell phone number. You can call her. And I gave him mine. I'm like, okay, here's mine. 
And then I think they asked for the phone number of the guy that did the President Obama impersonation as well. I think they did. They, they wanted all of our, our our social security numbers. And I, I remember you were holding the phone. They're like, they want to talk to you. I was like, I'm not talking. I'm, I don't want to talk. And you're like, they want to talk to you. I'm like, I'm not talking to them. And and then you like shoved it in my face. I'm like, hello? And they're like, yes, we just need your social security number. I'm like, can I ask what this is for? And they're like, we just need to have it as part of our records. And I was like, uh, six, two, four. Uh, uh, uh. And I, I may have flubbed a no- one uh, or flip flopped a couple of the numbers because I was scared. I was like, "What's gonna happen if I d- give them this?" You should never have to give anyone your social security number. No, not even the White House. <laughs> I love how I didn't think you. I, I just right. I walked. I walked up to him. I'm like, "Hey, it's the White House. They want your social." <laughs> I handed you the phone. I was just like, "Uh, <laughs> okay." But I, I thought for sure we were in trouble. I thought we were in the worst trouble ever when that happened. And luckily, we were not. At least not that we know of. I mean, nothing. I nothing ever happened for me on that end did no, anything ever no happen for you? same same everything was good but yeah just when that all went down when the white house called and you see that that they're calling area code 202 i think is washington dc interviews over i'm like uh what yeah they're calling and they're like we need the social security numbers of everyone involved okay Hold on. <laughs> here they are uh what's the worst trouble you ever got into at work like Maybe you didn't get fired, but you still got in a ton of trouble. Can anyone beat uh, getting a phone call from the White House asking for your socials? We we thought for sure that was it. Our days were done, but luckily it wasn't the case. Uh, 702-364-9400. Uh, Steph, have you ever gotten in big trouble at another job? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the air before, but we had a guy here in this market, Las Vegas market, named Nathan Fast. And he also did... Uh, one of my stations back home in San Diego. And this was when I was on the street team. I was a little promotions girl. I did everything, um, driving the station vehicles. And I had an event with Nathan Fast. And he was in the driver's seat. And I was kind of like my second or third time driving the station vehicle. And I we park our vehicles right next to each other. And I turned the wheel way too hard too soon that it scraped the vehicle next to ours while going out and nathan was like oh my gosh and he was he was frightened because he actually just got into a car accident like the week prior so he was already on edge and i was like oops uh sorry about that i just kept going i kept scraping (laughs) i just kept going and i went to the event and then afterwards my boss called me in he goes hey just a heads up, you, you know, we'll give you a training on how to exit the parking lot. But we got to make sure that when you're with talent, that it's different. Like, you, you really got to be on your A game. I was like, oh, my God. I'm when you're with Nathan Fast, you got to do your A game. <laughs> <laughs> when you're with talent. <laughs> how bougie. Oh, my gosh. If they ever say that here, please just, uh, you know, disregard that. Ones- when you're with talent. Uh... So dorky. Afraid. We're the ones driving the van. Are you kidding me? We don't, we don't drive. That's what they should have been. You guys should drive the vehicles, and we're like, you know, you know, we'll set up for you guys. Listen, Nathan Fast, I uh, had an issue with Steph with you, and you need, when you're handling talent like that, you Nathan's know, a great guy. He's a really good guy. He is really sweet. That's hilarious, though. <laughs> the, the talent, you know, you know how they can be. <laughs> Implying that no one else has talent. <laughs> They're the talent. You're not the talent. <laughs> you're not talented. <laughs> Who's the talent? What a stupid name. For who, who named that? Exactly. Who created that. Oh my gosh! Please never call us the talent because we are the least talented. I think we should do a song and dance. Like I'm the talent. Okay, let me do a tap dance da, da, a puppet da, show. Da, da, da. Here we go. <laughs> go back to dance class. All right, real talent is Harry Styles, and we are. Invited
inviting you to Harry's house. This is your chance to win a trip for two to see Harry Styles live on tour. You pick the city, New York, L.A., Chicago, Austin. Your chance. That opportunity happens at 9 a.m. And before that, we have the hot three. What do you got for us? Do you fear for your safety? Every day, a large percentage of Americans say they do. We're going to talk more about that coming up. Also, when it comes to housework in your house, who does the most? And uh, if you're sending your kids off to college, a lot of them feel unprepared. But they feel unprepared to do this. Maybe you better teach them real quick. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Over half of Americans feel like they are in imminent danger. At least once a day, a new poll analyzed how people feel about their personal safety and found 52% of us feel on edge every single day. Younger Americans were the most likely to feel concerned about their safety on a daily basis with 75% of those people between 25 and 34 agreeing with that statement compared to just 50% of people 45 to 54. Dark streets and sidewalks trigger anxiety the most followed by neighborhoods that you're not too familiar with next in line were parking garages and riding alone in a rideshare or a taxi now when it comes to rideshare services 39 percent of people completely avoid them because they don't feel safe taking them and that jumps to 50 percent for those uh that are between 25 and 34 the survey also asked people what tips and tricks they use to make themselves feel safer and found 56 percent of people share their location with someone just in case uh people shared the top things that they'll have on their person for safety and peace of mind when traveling and the most popular items are pepper spray and a personal safety app on their phone one three people have like an alert button or, or a device as well as a self-defense keychain oh that's good yeah I, my, my wife uh, we just had a conversation about this um in the past couple of weeks because i came up behind her and she didn't hear me coming and she just she just got spooked and it was just the two of us and i'm like i'm sorry it's, it's me and she's like this we start talking about this she has this fear of someone coming up from behind her and attacking her and there's always a, there's an uneasiness she she talks about going like she goes for a run early in the morning it's still dark outside even though she's running with jacks she we have this flashlight taser as well she's like there's still a feeling of uneasiness same thing with the ride sharing so what she does is like you said you can share your ride with someone if you have the uber app i get it all the time anytime she hops in an uber boop i get an alert that she's in the uber and i can follow along as she's going to her destination yeah, I think those little steps are always good to take, whether you feel fearful or not. It's just, it's never, it's never a bad thing to share that kind of information. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, sometimes it's hard to be a woman in situations like that where you just, you know, you have to always be an alert and, and men too. But I know that as a woman, a woman, you feel like, Okay, I definitely feel more at ease when my husband is around. Like I feel completely like relaxed. Um, but when I'm on my uh, by myself, I I'm on high alert. I'm always looking around me. I memorize cars that are around, around me. Um, I don't sit and look on, at my phone. I am just like 
observant of mm-hmm. what's happening just because you have to be. Yes. You have to be smart about the whole thing. And that's, it's a great thing. Be aware of what's around you, the cars, the people as you're walking out. If you're walking out to your car at night and it's dark outside, is there a coworker that could walk you to your car? And if you want that, don't be afraid to ask that person like, hey, can you walk into my car? Don't feel safe. And you know they would. Yeah. That or if you're walking to your car, you know, carry your nunchucks or something. <laughs> <Be> like, <"Ooh, laughs> I don't want to mess with this. Nope. I didn't think so. But also have your keys in your hand too, ready to unlock that car as you get up to it. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, also this morning, the Bureau of Labor Statistics released its annual American time use survey. So do we use our time wisely or do we just spend all night binging our shows on Netflix? Well, here's some interesting stats from this year's report. 38% of employed Americans say they do some or all of their work at home. That's up from 2019 pre-pandemic when only 24% did that. On days that they do work, employed men work 43 minutes more than employed women. But that is partially due to more women working just part-time. However... Even among full-time workers, men do work longer hours than women, 8.4 hours per day versus 7.8 hours per day. And on an average day, just 21% of men do housework, things like cleaning and laundry, where 49% of women do at least some housework each day. Is it 50-50 in your house for housework? Um... No, my husband does more housework than I do, but he also works from home, so he's home more. Um, Just, I wish I could say it was 50-50. I'd say it's probably 70-30, maybe 60-40, because sometimes I get really annoyed with things, so I'll just automatically start cleaning the floorboards because I'll notice some dust, and then he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, cleaning floorboards! Uh, And he's like, oh, wow, okay. (laughs) I think we're we're 70-30, with me being the 70, Laura being the 30, and a lot of it has to do with just kind of being OCD. I'll, I'll come home, and there might be a dish or something in the sink, and... She had the same thing. She works at home, so she had intentions to getting to that. She'd jump on a call or do something. But I get home and see it and go, ah! It'll just get to me. So I'll, I'll end up putting a couple of dishes away. And the next thing you know, I'm wiping down the kitchen counter and just going a little extra mile. Yeah, th- th- you would think that she's being at home. She would see it more. But if she's it's like so busy doing stuff that she can't get to it, and then you come home and it's like, it's not done. I got to do it. It's like I was gonna get, that's always the thing. I was going to get to it. Like, when? Tomorrow? Yeah, In a week? Exactly. Two weeks? When are we going to get to this? Get to it now. <laughs> Finally, this morning, there is a lot of talk about preparing kids for college, making it cl- to classes, studying amongst uh, amidst all the fun and chaos, eating right, not drinking too much. But what about not living in a disaster? In a new survey, 92% of college-age kids agree that a clean room helps them feel their best, but 72% say they came to college unprepared to clean up after themselves. 53% of them admit they don't feel motivated to clean, and 50% say they just don't have enough time. Plus, there's often at least two students in a space, and 71% say they have actually argued with a roommate over how to clean. I'm super excited. She's not even my kid. I'm so excited for Sophie to be going to college next month. Two roommates, though. I'm still trying to digest that. I know. We're still trying to digest it, too. (laughs) Has she spoken to both of them? I thought three of them got on a call together, a FaceTime or something together. They're on a group chat. They haven't talked. I suggested doing, like, a FaceTime, and she's like... She she's like, well, I don't I don't want to be the one to suggest it, and I'm like, someone's got to take charge here. Yeah, and I feel like there's one of the girls has kind of taken charge. She started the group chat. She's like, here's what I'm bringing, um, and then then Sophie jumped in. She's like, I'm bringing this, and then the third girl, she's just like, I don't have anything, and I'm not bringing anything because I'm flying in. So 
I think she's going to be the one that's kind of like, oh, oh boy. <laughs> she's not bringing anything. Yeah, huh? she's like, I I can't bring anything, guys, because she lives in Denver. Mm-hmm. And she's like, because I'm flying in. Um, so hopefully she'll pick some stuff up once they get there. But um, as far as the cleaning situation, I'm a little nervous for that because... I have to get on on my kid to keep stuff clean at home all the time. I, I and and so I'm just like, oh gosh, I hope she cleans up after herself. Hey, that third person, at least you can bring a positive attitude. If she can't bring anything. <laughs> well, I may have. I, don't don't get mad at her. Maybe my impression was not uh, the no, best. No, I don't like this girl. <laughs> no, don't, no, don't, don't, no, don't, no, no. They're all going to be sweet. Name their their group chat. Their group chat is their name of it. I I don't know. I did not <laughs> ask. <I'll> find out. <laughs> What's the group chat name? Sassy sissies. <laughs> Oh my, sassy sisters. oh my gosh, if I even suggest that, she's going to be like, get out of here, please. Three life friends, making friends for life. Sassy sisters, oh please. And I have her ask the other two girls if we can name, hey, we should name our group chat, Sassy Sisters. <laughs> no, absolutely not, I'm not suggesting. Late night talking. Harry Styles, late night talking, it's Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. Real quick, Mercedes just talking about feeling safe for, for ladies and Ubers and everything, and Laura's down there in Puerto Rico, first time ever down there, and called about getting transportation and the people at the hotel like, yeah, hey, we have Uber down here. They didn't have Uber. She couldn't find an Uber. She's in a taxi cab and she was kind of a little concerned, but all's good. She oh, just made good. it to the hotel. Oh, man. Well, yeah, that's uh, pretty scary. Yeah, she's like, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a cab. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm tracking you. You're going the right way. And she's at the hotel. I'm like, all right, you're good. <laughs> Enjoy Puerto Rico. She's like, it's gorgeous down here. That's, yeah, I bet it's gorgeous. I've said, Everything I've seen with Puerto Rico is just like bucket list uh, place, travel destination for sure. I know that for a lot of people, Vegas is a bucket list destination. When we travel and we tell people where we're from, like, oh, I've always wanted to go there. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, you know, every time of year I think is a great time to come to Vegas. I just will warn you, the summers are a little hotter than what you're probably used to. And then we get on the the chat about the weather. And I was thinking about this. Yesterday, I had so many conversations about the weather. And then this morning... Before six o'clock, we had two conversations about the weather. I, I purposely refused to bring up the weather after that. I was just like, and but here I am talking about it now. <laughs> why is why is the weather the go to topic for small talk? We need to come up with a new go to topic because everybody talks about weather when you are looking for something to talk about. Because it's the one thing that everyone can talk about. That's why I think we all go to it, because we all, we all have input on it. It's affecting all of us. We could talk about the Aces winning last night, beating Chicago, the Commissioner's Cup, the whole thing, winning that last night. Huge thing. But the person you talk to might not be an Aces fan or a sports fan. Like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Or maybe they are, and they can add to it. But the weather is just so evergreen. Everyone has an opinion about it. It's affecting everyone. That's, that's why we go to it. What would be the other go-to that, we could, that everyone could talk about? Well, I, I respectfully disagree with that. I think that everyone can talk about everything. It's just, are you willing to put the effort into it? And the the weather requires no effort. Mm. So you could bring up any topic. And if I want to put the effort into it, I will have a conversation with you about it. But it's sometimes we're just too lazy to do it. And weather is the lazy man's subject. We're all or the, the lazy woman's subject. It is when we're too lazy to think of something insightful to talk about. We do that. And I'm the biggest offender. So I am going to make a commitment to up my game and put more effort into bringing things up or talking about things that require a little bit of brain power and less, wow, it's muggy. <sighs> you know? 
I love how you said we said like morons. It was a very good conversation this morning talking about the weather <laughs> in the community. It was, go back. It's hot. It, it was zero effort. Think about it, JC. It was zero effort. Okay, so uh, Mercedes, did you hear that Vince McMahon is no longer the chairman of the WWE? He stepped down last week. I didn't hear that. I, I don't, I'm not familiar with Vince McMahon, but could you give me some background? Yeah, he was, I mean, he's the mastermind behind the WWE and WWF. His father started it. He took over uh, in, the, uh, in the early 80s is when he took over, and uh, he was just off to the races kind of you know he, he's own professional wrestling trailblazer in professional wrestling okay are you familiar with andre the giant brutus the bar beefcake all those guys from the 80s i i don't follow wrestling so i'm completely oblivious to what you're saying but i'm always willing to learn and you, you know find out more about something because knowledge is power and i'm all about that power do you ever see the movie the princess bride I love that movie. Yes, absolutely. That's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. So Andre the Giant is in that movie, and he was a professional wrestler. Yes, I'm familiar with Andre the Giant. I remember him in that. He was one of my favorite characters. In fact, one of his most famous lines from that movie is when um, he's told, no more rhymes, I mean it. And he says, anybody got a peanut? He rhymed everything that he said, and it was just so adorable and heartwarming and endearing, and you just loved him. And his pal was Inigo Montoya. And you know who Inigo Montoya is, I never right? saw the movie. Oh, well, yeah, let me saw, tell you more about, about the pre- whole thing. See, we just like had a full-on conversation where you learned a little, I learned a little. So I think we've gathered from here on out, instead of weather talk, we talk about the Princess Bride. <laughs> that's the go-to. <laughs> that, that's what the bond is. Where does it take place? Where does Princess the, Bride is it set in a certain area or a fictitious land? It's like a fictitious land. It's oh. a story. The Princess Bride is a story that Fred Savage, he's in bed and his grandpa, a famous actor whose name is escaping me, is reading him the story of the Princess Bride. And like him and his grandpa don't have a lot in common. But grandpa starts reading the story and all of a sudden he's interested. He's like, oh, this is a good story. But then they go to the story, but then they come back to Fred Savage and his grandpa. Ah, what's the weather like in that fictitious land? Oh, gosh. There, it is just, well, it depends. In the swamps, it's like (laughs) a muggy like this. (laughs) See, you brought us back to the weather. Why'd you do that? Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Okay, well, the Las Vegas Aces and All In is trending this morning. The ladies won the second annual WNBA Commissioner's Cup Championship game last night. They beat the Chicago Sky 93 to 83. And the game, many are saying, is a potential preview of the WNBA finals, as these are the only two teams that have actually clinched a playoff spot so far. Kelsey Plum led all scorers with 24 points while Asia Wilson hit a double-double with 17 points, 17 rebounds, but it was Chelsea Gray. She was named the game's MVP. 19 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds. Each player on the Aces was awarded $30,000 with the MVP taking home an extra five grand. and those on the Sky team, the runner-ups, they ended up earning $10,000 each, which is good because they do not make enough money they really don't they uh they need to make more and so it's good to see them getting compensated for that absolutely and if you haven't been to a game uh, it's mercedes first game my first game we went saturday night and it is so much fun it's high entertainment the ladies ladies are amazing it's a blast so next time they have a home game look for something fun to do check out an aces game it's a good time and that arena too michelob ultra arena there's not a bad seat in the house there really isn't there's not i was just surprised at how how 
close I felt. And I mean, it's a smaller arena and it was just perfect. Like I, it was, I felt uh, like we were up in the middle of the action and we were screaming and cheering. It was so much fun. It was a good time. So yeah, next time they're next time they got a home game, go check them out. Also this morning, VMAs are trending yesterday. Nominations were announced for the 2022 MTV video music awards and topping this year's list of nominees with seven nominations. Each are Kendrick Lamar. Jack Harlow. And Lil Nas X. Now, Jack Harlow and Lil Nas X, they collaborated on Industry Baby, which earned nominations in six categories, including Video of the Year. Harry Styles and Doja Cat, they each got six nominations, while Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, Drake, Dua Lipa, Ed Sheeran, and The Weeknd got five each. BTS was the most nominated group of this year's awards, scoring four nominations. The 2022 Video Music Awards will be in New Jersey on August 28th. And we talked about watching the show this time around. If anyone knows what channel MTV is, please let us know. Yeah, but they're going to air it on a bunch of other uh, channels too. I, I want to say like the CW. Like there's, it's not just going to be on MTV. So you'll channels. be able to find it on multiple channels. There we, we're covered then. Yeah. And then finally this morning, Game of Thrones is trending. A Game of Thrones themed cruise is going to set sail this summer. The cruise is in honor of the first prequel series to debut since the show ended a few years ago. The cruise liner Sail Croatia is going to take fans on a seven-day voyage along the Dalmatian coast of Croatia, where many of the show's iconic scenes were filmed, like Westeros and King's Landing. The cruise is going to take place August 20th through the 27th. Details can be found on Sail Croatia's website, so it's pretty cool. House of the Dragon debuts on HBO. On August 21st, and that is what's trending. This is Gail, and Gail is coming to Las Vegas for Avoiding College Tour Fall 2022. This is happening October 15th at the Virgin Hotels, and we've got your tickets. They're coming up in just about 15 minutes. Let's get back to more Mercedes in the morning. I like to listen in the morning and uh, while I'm driving to work. On Mix 94.1. Felicia. Hi. Hey, good morning. You are caller 20. So excited. Yeah, I'm so glad. This is going to be a great show. Gail coming to town, 24 Oxford, Virgin Hotels, Las Vegas, and you are in for free. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. We have these tickets all week long at 740 and 940. In fact, Heather Collins has a pair for you coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. The Kid Leroy without you. It is Mix 94.1. This is Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Make sure you join us tomorrow. More to come. We've got more chances for you to win a trip to see Harry Styles. Uh, that's coming up. Actually, another chance happening in the noon hour with J-Love. So make sure you are listening for that. Also, more Lauren Daigle tickets and more chances for you to see Gail in concert. That's it for us right now. But time for the line of the day. Back in 2012, we were big into pranking our guests. We had a radio friend who, who did a spot on President Obama impersonation. So we first tested him out when First Lady Michelle Obama was on the show. Hi, honey. It's me. Hey, baby. How you doing? 
good. Well, Where are you? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm hanging out here by the house, and I just want to say again, happy anniversary. So good. So a few days later, we straight up pranked Chris Rock. Take a listen to this. Here is President Obama and Chris Rock. How you doing, Chris? I'm pretty good, Mr. President. It's good you? to talk with you, brother. This is, wow, this is a well, dream come true, I gotta say. Well, you know, it, it is an honor to talk with Chris. Chris is, is great. He's one of the, he's an icon, a living icon, and, and I love you, Chris. <laughs> he sounds just like him. I still have a hard time believing it wasn't really him. That's just crazy. Ten years later, listening to that, I haven't listened to that in ten years. It sounds just like the guy. Oh, my gosh. And Chris, watch out. In ten years, you're going to get slapped on stage by Will Smith. (laughs) Oh, gosh. If only we knew the future then, huh? (laughs) And that'll do it for show number 1665 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.